to On Business with the Fun Guys. So, um, we thought we'd get the podcast going again. Uh, <laughs> main reason, obviously, for the disruption um, to the schedule was the, the pandemic. So, we're trying to get everything back on track um and also with the beautiful uh technologies that we're all using to work from home uh we we can now do a bit of video conferencing and do sort of some diy video as well as audio um and for this 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 episode uh, we've we're keeping it simple we've got our um we've got a member of the mushroom team with us today kim marshall so she works in the commercial services team um uh, you work with with simon who's already been on um and because it's mental health mental health awareness week uh we thought we would talk about um mental health in the workplace and and mental health in general and the kind of things that uh, we can all do as individuals um to help each other but also and more importantly help ourselves um so so kim works with us part-time and then her other job or her other passion is um is uh counseling for uh people who suffer with anorexia and bulimia she is a um, a certified EFT practitioner, uh, and she also is the author of a book um, called How to Kiss Goodbye to Anna, um, which is a, a book that helps people, um, guide, you know, go work their way through uh, sort of the, the pain and the horror of, of dealing with anorexia and how to beat it and over and overcome it. Um, Kim, how has working from home been? It's been very strange i have to say it was uh i, th I think everybody you know at the start is like oh how cool and and you sort of like imagine this thing of uh you know working in your pjs and sort of like you know being kind of like quite relaxed and stuff but i really really miss the office now and um and have done for quite a long time i mean one of the reasons that i wanted to to work at mushroom was because i do such an intense sort of like job you know on the other time it was really important for me to kind of work with people and have that kind of social interaction and and uh, you know kind of like within the office environment and so I'm really really missing that right now and um, you know it's it we have you know we work hard in the in the office there's no doubt about that but you know we have banter and and you know sort of I really miss that kind of uh, connection with with people yeah, it's quite tough. I mean, do you think, I mean, obviously this is probably a, a pretty key reason why you know, some people are maybe not enjoying sort of isolating themselves or, or working from home. What sort of other um, strains on people on people's mental health are occurring because of sort of this period? What other things do you think are, 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 are causing this sort of, you know, a, a bit of a mental health um well journalists are calling about talking about a mental health crisis um so so what do you think uh what other things do you think are contributing to that yeah i mean you know i think there's a that a lot of people are very fearful of the virus itself you know of, of catching the virus and they're you know sort of really I, I mean i've spoken to people who you know are really reluctant to to go out and every time they go out they're kind of almost having sort of like real panics etc um uh, around that but i think you know it's just it when 
sort of mental health in general, you know, people tend to struggle when there are kind of changes where they feel out of control, you know, they don't know how to how to deal with this. And, you know, particularly, I know a lot of people who are saying that their kind of like alcohol consumption is is risen quite drastically over the, the last sort of like couple of months um, as a way of kind of coping. Um, so I think, you know, just the fact that there's such a big change in, in what's going on in, and not just sort of like in your local area, across the world. And I think we're bombarded with these kind of like stories, you know, and um you know the media each day and the kind of coronavirus updates and that kind of like is feeding into people's fears and you know there's sort of like death rates being sort of spread around and stuff um and that and that can have a a real impact on on people but again like i say the lack of you know this whole so, sort of social distancing um you know some people they just that you know even if you're not a huggy kind of person or anything like that just that kind of interaction that kind of feeling connected um with with people makes a makes a big difference and i think you know it's been written about the you know the cause of or you know a potential cause of um uh, addiction can be sort of like the lack of connection um you know with people so yeah it this just on a whole wide range of of different sort of uh factors this is really impacting people right now and you know and and the thing is is that we we kind of like adjusting to it it's going to become the norm but then when things start to change and we kind of like go back into society that's going to kind of like have an effect on people as well because i mean you know sort of like i remember being in um in residential treatment for i had uh, anorexia myself and um and i was away for four months and, and while you're there you're kind of like isolated from the rest of the world and um and you know and going back going back into your kind of like your your normal environment it's it's really tough because you almost become sort of quite institutionalized um and so that can have bring its own um anxieties as well so it'll be interesting to see so a common theme there really is you're saying we're sort of root causes of this sort of increasing um i wouldn't, I wouldn't want to call it a pandemic in mental health but because i think that needs to be proven you know quite comprehensively but but obviously i can i can relate to the issues that are happening at the moment we're basically saying here that the kind of two root causes are, are the fear of the virus and um, and that sort of that social disruption you were talking about. So that fear of being isolated and um, and and then obviously or, you know, changing from one environment to another one. Do you think that those with with sort of maybe economic impacts of 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 the coronavirus, I, I, I guess this fear sort of the fear factor the disruption sort of the social disruption isn't really going to go away for a for a while absolutely absolutely and i mean the other thing is um you know uh, financial concerns that that people have you know not only sort of like people who are self-employed people who've kind of you know who are working and can't work um i mean obviously there's the furlough so that that's that helps um but people with you know their own businesses and i mean sort of like the restaurants the pubs that all, all you know all these things um these places that that can't continue 
businesses, um, you know, it's a really, really tough time for them. And they've got to be concerned. They've got to be worried, you know, particularly, um, you know, sort of like in the areas where sort of, you know, obviously they're going to be the last to be opening up. Um, and that's a long time. That's a long time for sort of businesses to to be shut. And I know some businesses are doing, you know, creative ways to sort of, you know, to try and um, and inventive ways to sort of like to get around this. But yeah, there's there's lots of there's lots of fears. And and like you say, there's there's nothing really that we can do about about the the whole coronavirus and stuff, apart from obviously sort of try and stick by the rules to make it go away as, as soon as it can. But there are things that, you know, people can do um, to help themselves sort of like during, you know, during this time. Um, and that's sort of, you know, often to, you know, to sort of like to talk to people about, you know, how, how they're feeling. Because I think a lot of people are, you know, this isn't like an isolated incident and everybody is being affected in, in some sort of way through through this and it's really important to sort of you know to talk to to people about how you're feeling and you know and as we know life's life's never perfect um you know and and it's okay to sort of like to feel sad to feel upset to feel angry all all of these things you know and and just in life in general bad things do happen you know and we can't get away from that but you know you don't have to bottle up all these feelings and emotions and stuff, put on a brave face, try to appear strong and, and deal with it on your own. Um, you know, it's really okay to say that you're struggling and, and that you're not okay. So, you know, talking um, is, 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 a, is a major thing, um, but obviously bringing it back to, to sort of business owners and, and entrepreneurs and, and people that are sort of stuck at the moment, for themselves and for their employees, when if there is a return back to work you know and there's obviously a bit of there could be economic and financial disruption to the business that, that could lead to could lead to redundancies or, or not what sort of steps do you think employers need to take with their employees to make sure that you know they can be a contributing factor to 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 people who are suffering um and, and contribute to sort of that they sort of like a probably what's going to be quite a slow mental recovery Mm. Uh, what yeah. employers should be doing i mean i think sort of like what you know when when an employee has time off anywhere through through illness they have you know sort of like a can have a return to work interview and i think that that needs to happen um you know sort of like to to have a kind of discussion to sort of like to see what um you know the employer is doing about keeping sort of the uh the, the employees safe to sit and to, to, you know, so the employer gets an opportunity to kind of put that employee's mind at rest about any sort of fears that they might be kind of having. Um, because, you know, that the employee might be sort of feeling worried about, you know, catching the virus in the workplace. It might be sort of, um, there might be um, still sort of childcare issues or, or kind of various other sort of, worries that they might have going on so you know and and again this will be on an individual basis 
um, you know, the, the, the employee might be in a vulnerable situation. Um, and so that kind of needs to be communicated. But I think it's, you know, to have that return to work interview gives a good chance for, um, for the employee and the employer to kind of like communicate honestly about what's, you know, what's going to happen, what it's going to look like. Um, coming back to work because often when we're feeling anxious about things we can often sort of like be quite negative and imagine the worst case scenario and so this is a way to sort of like you know to to kind of say oh I'm concerned about this and and the employer can say well this is what it's going to look like so you know um, you you kind of to reassure that that member of staff but I mean there will be kind of uh, things that I'm sure the business the, the business is operating, you know, and it it kind of you know there will be certain things that you know can be kind of like helped and and the staff member can be supported, and there's you know things that you know might run deeper in 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 terms of that person might have kind of like anxiety issues anyway, and so it's important to you know you. As a, as a business owner, as an employer, you may not be able to sort of like to fix everything, you know, um, you yeah. can only do so much, you know, you, you're not going to take away every bit of anxiety because maybe that's just the, the sort of like the person that they, they are. But I guess in that case, what you can do is kind of like talk through their options about how they can help themselves with you know with their anxieties you know maybe they you can sort of um help them search for options uh you know maybe advise them to talk to a doctor or seek out sort of like further support from a counselor or you know any other sort of practitioner there's lots of sort of like self-help techniques as well that they can sort of like look at like um you know, EFT, mindfulness, meditation, some people do yoga, um, hypnotherapy, journaling, all these sorts of things. Um, but it's important to, you know, kind of like look around and try some of these options and sort of see what's right for you because there is no kind of like one thing fit, fits everybody. <coughs> Excuse me, and it's really yes. important if you look for somebody to help you it has to be the right practitioner. You have to kind of feel that you can trust them and, and that, you know, yeah. Interesting. I, 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 my, my observation, just to throw my two cents in on, on this, is I, I do feel that, um, you know, employers <coughs> do need to take this very, very seriously. And actually, if you look at the sort of the, the documentation written out by the government with the new advice on, on easing the lockdown restrictions, and also the health and safety executive and other and other sort of professional bodies that the mental health is really is really coming up as a as a forefront um, component to not just yeah you know, it was it was quite a sort of five years ago mental health was sort of a it was important but no one really knew practically you know what it actually meant in in the workplace environment or for employees to understand how they how they should how they should be feeling and, and when they are stressed because actually you know people can carry on working you know quite effectively despite carrying a lot of um sort of burden on on their on their mental health and, and i feel that you know at, at least one of the silver linings is that the coronavirus pandemic has really exposed sort of the lack of structured 
suggestions that can be made from the health and safety executive from governments to actually ensure that this stuff is practically implemented. Um, and, and actually, I've been quite quietly pleased um, with that. Um, I think. What do you what do you think about um, sort of mental health and employee relations and HR going forward? What what sort of things do you think need to be improved wholesale um, for for employers um, and employees? Yeah, I mean, I think um, like we so we talked about the um, you know the return to work interview and stuff for people going back into the workplace, and I think this is where. Um, kind of like appraisals and sort of like regular feedback um, is is really important and um, you know just to kind of because you know people have you know sort of different resiliences you know and um, some people are more confident and more resilient and can kind of handle quite um, you know a large workload and as you say sort of you know some people can kind of like are you know pretty good at functioning you know they they kind of get on well and they don't particularly kind of seem to outwardly kind of um be in difficulties um but i think and and this is the thing is that you know often we you know we can sort of like struggle to sort of like to to share how we're feeling and and etc and um and so being given an opportunity um, in your in your workplace, even if that that, you know, you have the perfect employee um, who seems to be doing all the right things. You don't know really what's going on kind of beneath, I guess. And so, you know, just being just given that opportunity for them to kind of like talk about how they're feeling about sort of like work and you know, sort of like uh, colleague dynamics and kind of maybe even office politics and things like this, um, because people tend to have their own, um, you know, some people can, tend, can um, kind of deal with a heavy workload and do quite well with that. But when, if there's a conflict in the workplace, you know, between maybe a couple of colleagues, that's the thing that might affect them. Um, just people have sort of like you know they have sort of like different trigger points i guess and get stressed more by by different things um and so yeah so definitely um it's important to kind of uh have and maybe this sort of like a you know sort of mental health policy and stuff within work and if people are feeling anxious or if they're kind of like struggling to have a kind of clear um definition of what they should what they should do because i think a lot of people um think that they just need to kind of like crack on and get over it and you know because i think you know that tends to be the the british way as as well you know just kind of like you know keep calm and carry on type thing thank you very much for all of that uh for all of that insight and i think actually we've been we've been blessed having you in the company really because sort of to live that to live the experience of extreme mental health um issues turning that into a major positive and helping other people and actually being able to offer that sort of information guidance and advice to us and now to, hopefully to a few people that have, have watched this listen to this um that's a really really valuable um thing and i i can i can only i can't thank you enough so um thanks for 
being part of the team and um thanks for coming on today to, to talk about it um have a have a good day and enjoy the sunny weather i think we had a, a couple of interruptions with a streamer and nature but you know i thought well if it's mental health awareness week we should sort of be out in the environment we love if we can um, Absolutely, and the sunshine always helps yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sweating quite a lot at the moment. I, I really need to change into a T-shirt, so uh, I might go away. <laughs> Too much <laughs> Do that now. information, then. Too much information. Sorry. <laughs> All right, take care. Oh, thanks, Ed. Bye. Bye.